Booming Your Face, a platform for indie artists and musicians to come and share their new music or projects, as well as discuss topics about the music industry and the community at large. Booming Your Face has two meanings. One is that booming your face from the music that you're listening to, but the other booming your face is when someone assumes the situation is one way and booming your face is totally wrong and something totally different. So on occasion, we discuss those boom-in-your-face moments, so watch out that someone might be you. Listeners, if you'd like to share your boom-in-your-face music or projects, or share your boom-in-your-face moments, or just want to join us in the conversation, reach out and email me at boominyourface616 at gmail.com, or visit the website and sign up for the newsletter, like, subscribe, and share the episodes. I'm your host, Mary Kearney. Welcome. Today, listeners, we have a special gospel artist as a guest. His name is King, and I also have a co-host for this edition. It was a side project, but it became a main project once we really got into the conversation and in the details. I felt it was so important and significant that it needed to have a larger platform and be heard As you listen, you'll know exactly what I'm referring to. We're dealing with mental illness in the male population, especially in the African-American community. I want you to listen to one of our veteran story as he transformed his life into his Christian gospel artistry. And I'm your co-host Don, checking in with the people today. What up? And we have special guest King with us today. Hey, what's going on, yo? KXNG, King, how y'all doing? Give us a little background about your music career. Um, my music career was, I would say, started about, uh, I was about 13, having a gift to deliver a word or so to say. Um, and then uh, I really didn't get really serious about it till way later. I think I recorded my first song at 16. And then um, my friends liked it, so I, you know, uh, pursued the music as good as I could from being from Memphis, you know, Tennessee, um, country town, uh, well, sort of, sort of kind of country, but anyway, um, <laughs> it's, it, it, it's not as busy. It wasn't as busy then as it is now, but, uh, uh, I joined the military. I got into battle rap, have a great interest in the battle rap, um, being able to defend myself with words. I love words. I'm a wordsmith. I love words. So um, I got into that, went to Philly, went to a few other places just to see how battle rap was shaping the hip hop industry um, and, and the culture as a, as a whole. Um, and I recorded my first solo project um, when I was about 25. Um, and yeah, that was that. Um, that's kind of how I got into it. Well, I want to thank you for your service. Mm-hmm. And I like your terminology about being a wordsmith. You need to put that in the song. <laughs> well, I would, I would, I would hope that anybody that grab grab a microphone will have something that they need to say, um, and that that's the point of being a smith with it. Um, a shoe smith, you know, they have word for that. They have word for a watch person and everything. So if you're gonna grab the microphone, you need to be able to do more than just make things rhyme. Well, that's a great terminology. How would your career shaped you to survive during COVID nineteen? 
Oh, well, with the COVID, uh, I think many people are learning that um, the face-to-face encounters just aren't able to be done. So uh, music, uh, for especially for indie artists, uh, you can't always, you have, you have to convince people that you are who you say you are. You have to be able to make the music mean something to somebody else other than yourself. So I think with the COVID being that we can't do a lot of face-to-face encounters, we've got to do what we're doing now um, and, uh, and, and plug into each other. we got to be able to say something when we plug in. So uh, I think the music industry made me diligent in being able to plug in without actually having to be there. I was able to send my presence forward um, through music then. So with the COVID, it's nothing different. I own my own business, so I'm able to plug in my product. Um, I'm able to increase my sales. Um, without people even having to put the shirt on first. Some people see see the design and then they own it. Um, and that's from a distance. Um, I, I haven't face-to-face with a lot of my customers, but they definitely then picked up over the, over, over the COVID uh, experience. So yeah, I think music, this in, you know, music shaped me to be able to survive the COVID. Okay, you have any suggestions for independent artists on how to generate income or staying relevant during this time? Yeah, so <clears throat> the biggest thing for artists to stay relevant is now, see, now you can't do shows. So, so okay, so now we shut down the clubs. Some places are open. I think Georgia's open. A few other places, Florida may be open. But a lot of other places that would have paid you the thousands of dollars for you to jump around on stage and say nothing, they're not necessarily open. So you have to be able to come in saying something. Make, make people demand. Make, you, make yourself a demand through the words that you say. So your survival depends solely on your your craft and your mastering the craft that you say you have. You're an MC, but you know, then you should be able to control the crowd. You know, that that was the whole point of the MC. Um, control the crowd. If you can't do that, then no one's gonna demand that you come be part of the crowd. <laughs> Back in the day, if you can control the house party, you couldn't get the mic. And that, that should be how it is now. If you can't control the situation, then no one's gonna buy that item. You know, they can't see you jump around with your shiny clothes on and your 50,000 chains no more. You got to be able to be saying something. So I think that uh, if I had any encouraging words for indie artists, I think I would tell them, look, make, be as great as you can be with your pen, you know, and with your words. We're painting that picture on the canvas. Um, and people will demand you. You'll stay in demand, but you got to come with something different than just your words. You got to be able to branch off and jump into fashion or acting or writing or whatever. That's what's up. King Doe, you've been cool for a minute. <laughs> you know, and I know what you have going on. You know, I know a little bit of what you got, you know, brewing in the pot. Um, but why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about what you got going on musically and, you know, even outside of music. All right. So first thing is, because um, I'm really just jumping on my, what, I, what I'm going to call my last project, even though everybody in my circle is saying no. Um, let's talk about clothing. So uh, I knew back in the day I wanted to always be a fashion designer. I always knew that. I love fashion. I'm from, I'm from a place where we, we are pretty, pretty boy fresh, you know, where I'm from. So uh, being that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a believer, I'm, I have a faith, a strong faith. I want to be able to, uh, you know, employ young people to be able to wear a garment that will keep, you know, keep them motivated to serve Christ and still be cool at the same time. Also, a firm is a you know our whole clothing brand is to is reinstall crowns or to reestablish crowns makes people understand what they you know that they are royalty um, men and women are royalty we not what these rappers say we are we not what society says we are we, especially now at a time like this um, when we're so divided we got to remember that we aren't as divided as we think you know we all have suffering we all have pain 
So through that, we, you know, the crown is there. Every emblem I have, every shirt I have, um, I don't have one on now, but everything I have has this crown on it. And it just tells us we're kings and queens. So fashion is my thing. You know, we're only eight months old, but we did really well last quarter. So I'm not, you know, glory to God on that, right? So so the next thing would be my music. The music, um, I have a, a, the last installment of my music coming. The last thing. And uh, yeah, so... I just had to do a second piece so that, um, it, you know, just to close it out, I'm getting older, man. I'm about to be 41. So I would, I would love to hand this over to my son, um, show him the ways and around some people who do it. And that's, that's, that's that. Now, I know you've been around some industry people. You know, I know you've been in and out of some places. You work with some independent labels and things like that. And I know you touched on, you know, what, advice you would give to independent artists but now what is your views on how how COVID-19 is shaping the industry to think now I don't know about as far as the think the industry is a, is a business everything's a business so businesses make money so right now every every business is trying to figure out how to continue making money so if they grab artists because they were entertaining to people visually they got to find a way to twerk and tweak the advertisement on social media so they can, that people can still see these artists that they want to make entertaining visually. But if they grab the artists because they're entertaining vocally, now they got to push harder on the vocal artists. So I think that basically what it's doing is causing is people who can pin to pin and people who couldn't pin at first now want that pin money too, because that's what's long lasting. Entertainment only lasts a while. That's why they take shows off TV and whatever. So entertainment, you know, I could get a jester anytime, but for somebody to leave behind words that last forever, that's hard to find. So you, you, people are seeking that now, you know what I mean? So I, w- I would say that uh, businesses now are looking for that, that longevity. They're not looking for that quick trend because pandemic has showed us the trends are falling away. Businesses that, that were trendy based are disintegrating. So it sounds like you're saying that the artists need to make sure that their content is something that, it's not going to just be for the now, but long lasting and have meaning to it. Yeah, it has to be. I mean, you, you, you are an MC. Any, any artist list that listens to this, you're an MC. You have something to say. And people say, well, I'm not on a soapbox. Yeah, you are. You are on a soapbox. You instantly become somebody's role model when you grab that mic and you need to be saying, speaking life. You ain't got to be preaching. You got to be doing all that. But your words should have a positive effect. Even if it's talking about a negative connotation, mm-hmm. it should have a positive effect. It should be some life on the end of that because you survived it. If it's your story, you survived it. So tell them how you survived it. That's a story too. And it might not get you the numbers that you that you seek, but it's gonna change the people you need to change. You know, we, we gotta we gotta stop looking at the dollar bill to, to to channel how we think. We gotta start looking at what are we leaving behind in this little dash that we got. So yeah, yeah, I think um you got to be saying something, man. You got to say something. You said working on that legacy of what you yeah. want to leave in your music career on your life in general. Uh, I mean, I feel you, you know, as a, as a fellow artist, you know, I try to keep the content more so like what I would do, like not trying to just be out there saying stuff just because it's cool and things like that. I definitely feel you on that. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you want to say something. We we look at the time right now. Imagine if if your leader said nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like these are young leaders. You get a mic, you get opportunity. 
you have an opportunity to lead, lead them. You know what I mean? You ain't got to be the next Dr. King, but you should be the next you, whatever that is. Do it do it the best right. way you can do it. And uh, lead people forward instead of backwards. I mean, right. And then I know you gave us a quick little background, you know, about how you got into music. Um, but, you know, just so the fans can connect with you just a little bit more, because I know with this project, like personally knowing you and personally knowing how your music flows to people, you can uh, kind of want you to explain like how you can speak to the people like this, like from Styles, Styles the King. King. Right. I, I, so Styles, um, I was a battle rapper, right? So Styles was, they called me Styles because I can do multiple things. I can, I can paint, I can draw, rewrite music, that nature. So I had plenty of styles. Um, so that's what they called me, Styles, right? Um, but what the person that I was as Styles wasn't a person that honored anybody. I was conceited. I didn't care about the next man. I, w- I would tear you down in front of people. I was violent. You know what I mean? I still own a few pistols, but I mean, this is to protect my home now. You know what I'm saying? So um, I was gangbanging in. You know what I mean? Um, I was doing a few things. Now, um, when I found Christ, this is for me too. I ain't trying to pose it on nobody else. This is for me. When I found Christ, it made me change that thing. It made me become somebody that wasn't able to be recognized as, as Styles. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not him. It's kind of like the Paul or, or the Saul Paul situation. You know, when God took those things away from me, bro, I had to change that. I even tried to release the project under that same name, and I couldn't even conjure up the situation. You know I mean, it just didn't feel right. It was old, it was new wine and an old flask to me. Mm. And like, I had to let that go. So, what my music does is try to speak life into dead situations with some people. Some people think their life is over because of a situation that was. And like, I can tell you, man, like life does not end. If you wake up and it's 24 hours, if God give you the ability to wake up, it's because he had a reason for you to wake up. So it's still time to go. You know what I mean? It ain't never time to sit down, whether it be depression. I, these are things I face. Depression, um, verbal abuse. Uh, I've went through a divorce. I've been suicidal. I've tried to kill myself before. I've, I've been blown up in war. I've been deployed. I've been separated from my family. I did 20 years in the military. So so I have these things, gang banging. I lost friends. It's my youngest person I seen killed was 16 years old with a gunshot wound in his chest. I've seen these things, but here I stand. Now, I'm, I'm an exception to, a, to, to it, but it's still the, the possibility of it. I'm not saying everybody's life going to go like mine. I'm saying that it's not over. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I want my music to say. I want it to say, that I'm not the man God is, you know what I mean? For me, for me, I mean, so that's what my music does now. And they didn't do that before. Well, I hear your testimony and I hear you talking about mental health and trauma, which is a definite serious thing in the community. And um, have you experienced it while working in the music industry with artists around you that you felt could have used some help at some point? Yeah. it screams through the music. I, I think anybody that listens to these artists for real, mm-hmm. they screaming things that 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 scream, "Hey, I just want you to see me." I think Jay Z said it too. You, it'd be men that run around here and they they'd be like, "Oh, so you think I don't see you? That's why you angry and yelling. You think I don't see you?" I think black men just looking for people to see them, and that's why you get the, the glittery cars, the, the the glittery jewelry and stuff because they want to be seen, but not knowing that with your voice, we see you. Your presence is there. You don't have to, to to sell yourself short of who you could ever be. 
you know, um, uh, not 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 the him home man on any artist, but I think plenty of these artists are lyrically capable of doing greater than what they do right now. But they do what is X because that's what paid them. You know what I mean? <laughs> like yes. that's what's paying them. So I think if you gave them the way, it'd be more J Cole's. Not not that J the dude, but he gives you a lyrical representation. There's more Kendricks. There's more. There's plenty of this little brother. Right. Other people too. But just so to say, you know, I just think that if we let stop letting the money talk for our actions, we'll be okay. Well, I appreciate you um, sharing that part of, you know, some of your trauma that you have been through in your life. And so at this moment, I'm going to stop and just give the hotline number, the National Suicide Hotline, as information during this podcast, because that's so important, which is 1-800-273-8255. And anyone that is going through something or feel that they don't have anyone to talk to, please call that number. Dom, you will be an artist as well. I'm going to ask you that same question. They're more so speaking what'll get them paid now. So yeah. you see artists that you can definitely just point out and be like, yo, I know you're not living that type of life. So why are you talking about it right now? You know, and a lot of the, a lot of the younger artists coming in that are doing that, you know, they're not realizing that doing that puts a target on you almost. So now people are wanting to try and test you for that. Like, oh, you said you're doing this, and you're doing that. I want to see if it's true. Uh, you say you got 10 G's in your pocket. Oh, I want that to be my 10 G's now because I don't got it. So, you know, and that's not the, you know, it's not the take away from the entertainment factor of music because, you know, music does need that entertaining side. But a lot of artists are spending too much time on that side instead of coming back to say, hey, this is what's really going on with me. This is how I am. This is this. This is that. You know. Yeah, even like King was saying, you know, he went through all of that stuff and that forced him to change. You know, growing up, you know, I grew up in a military family moving around. So even with that, you know, my life was a little bit different from everybody else's life. So I didn't have, you know, the times or the opportunities to necessarily get deep into those things. Plus my cousin and my brother would keep me out of those things. You know, but then when I first started rapping, I would rap about those things, you know, which that wasn't necessarily what I was doing, but that's what was hot at the time. But right. then as I got older, I started recognizing like, okay, I don't have to really rap like that to get my point across. Right. Right. You know? Part of growth. So right. now, King, you being the OG that you consider yourself in the game, <laughs> what advice do you have for the young artists coming in and any independent artists in general? Listen, it's a few things. This one, um, remain authentic. Uh, just remain authentic, man. This should be something about you. See, see, uh, if you, if everybody could just look at they at their hand for a minute, um, it's something that you got nobody else got, and it's this fingerprint, right? And it took God, like God took you at your youngest level. If you if you ever want to just be wowed by what God is, like think of research when you got your fingerprint, you know, in your developmental stages of being born. Right. So while you was in the womb, he crafted this little thing that no one will ever have again. Right. You have this thing. So with that fingerprint, you have the ability to 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 do things no one else can do like you do. So be that way, like be that difference. Be don't be afraid of, of changing, you know, whatever it is. Go against the grain. Um, I would say that the second thing I would say is uh, 
come with something different too. You can't just depend on rap. Rap your career probably like four years. So you got to come in with a, with a plan B too. You got to come in with, hey, what if I drop this single and it's not hot? You know, I drop this one, it, it goes great. I drop another one, it's not hot. You know, you might, it might happen. You know what I mean? Um, you got to be able to jump into something, jump into fashion, acting, um, finish your, you know, your education, if that's the case. Do something that keeps you, keeps money coming and flowing for your family. Most artists have families. They're trying to escape something. Um, so yeah, make do that. Remember what you started for. You know what I mean? And um, don't don't let the glitz and glamour in the stage take your eyes off the goal. Um, I would always say, remain authentic and remain focused, and you'll be okay. All right, Dom. Do you have anything you want to share to the audience that you feel would be a good takeaway? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, independent artists out there, or any artist in general, whether you do rock and roll, country, rap. R&B, anything like that, always hone your craft. Never get comfortable with it. Just keep honing your craft. If you feel like it's dope, try to come up with something doper. If you feel like it's hot, try to come out with something hotter, but never get complacent. Keep going forward. Right. Well, King, I'm going to thank you for joining us today and being willing to open up and share and really get really personal about some of the things that you experienced. But that's a part of being a creative person and being in the public is that you got to be willing to really tell the truth behind your story in order for someone right. to learn and grow. That's right. Now, you Thank touched you on me. your son earlier about how you want to pass the torch. Yeah. So <laughs> on this project um, I got coming up, it's 12 songs. Um, 12 songs are going to walk you through my journey from being a battle rapping more into, or battle rapping styles to being this dude named, you know, King. Um, went from, you know, my mom's first house to here. But my son's gonna be on it. So really uh, what I'm doing is putting them around people who who I think are great MCs, great producers, great men and women of God or of, of life, period. They're just good people. Um, not saying they're perfect, I just said they're good people. Correct. So, <laughs> so uh, but he wants to, he, he's, you know, he got, he got the ability to do this. You know, he can really spit and like, but he's not confident enough to do it. So I'm going to put him around some people who I think can bring it out. He's going to do one track with me. And uh, I think, I think it's going to give him the courage as well as the education of being in, in the studio around gifted minds. And uh, I think it's going to flourish into something. God has showed me it's going to flourish into something. So I'm just going to let God do what he do. And um, I think I'm gonna be the, just managing my son from here on out. I'm forty. I'm about to be forty-one, y'all. I can't. I'm not LL. You know what I mean? Like I, I have a, <laughs> I have a family. I want. I want to get to. I don't want to start touring and stuff at forty-one. I want to sit back and relax and enjoy what God has for me. And uh, yeah, that's it. It's nothing. Nothing against the music, man. I love it. I'll probably always make singles, but I just think it's time for my son, who's twenty to jump out there with them young bones and do what he does, you know what I mean? So <laughs> I understand. Well, what is your son's name? His, what is his artist's name? He's going to be Lil' King. That's what he says. So, okay. Uh, All right, man. King on the ride. <laughs> well, like I said, again, I appreciate you joining us again. No I appreciate being able, you know, the opportunity. All right. All right, no doubt. Y'all be good. Today's episode of Booming Your Face briefly covered the very serious issue of mental health. Please, anyone listening, if you are suffering or anyone you know is suffering from mental health, 
issues. Get them some professional help. The National Suicide Hotline is 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. And the SAMHSA National Hotline is 1-800-662-HELP. That's 1-800-662-4357. 1-800-662-4357. Which is the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration. Both are posted on the website. Listeners, I want to thank you again for joining me for another episode of Booming Your Face. Please remember to support the podcast on the website. As a reminder, if you'd like to share your Booming Your Face music or share your Booming Your Face moments or just want to join in the conversation, reach out and email me at boomingyourface616 at gmail or visit the website and sign up for the newsletter and share your stories. I'm your host, Mary Kearney. Be blessed. Ah. Uh. King. Ah. Uh. They expect the typical holding hand kumbaya in the circle singing dude. Three piece suit with a tie, go watch his shiny shoes. They ain't expect me in denim to have a point of view. Recite the gospel wearing the jersey and tennis shoes. Decode the matrix and still sit with a chosen few. Climb out the mud, rolling with God until I'm through. Understanding is more than was shown that'll get you through. The surface is only face value, but presents the clues. There's nothing wrong with the gospel if we're telling the truth. The- Who in your face?